Cascade Hoop Talk, Billy D. Here today with head coach of Multnomah University in Portland, Oregon, Kurt Bickley, beginning his coaching career in Brownsburg, Indiana at Bethesda Christian School in 1992. He led the Patriots to four state championships in five years. Moving to Valley Christian Academy, he led the Santa Maria School to four Coast Valley League championships in five years. Moving to Multnomah University staff in 2003, the school played in eight NCCAA national tournaments. Entering his 17th season, Coach Bickley leads one of the most potent offenses in the nation, Last season, leading the nation in three points per game and the leading the number one scoring offense at 98 points per game. Welcome, Coach Bickley. Thank you. Appreciate it. Last season, memorable season for a couple of reasons. Uh, you know, I got I to gotta start by telling you, one evening, a friend of mine is a big NAI fan. He played down at Oregon Tech. And I texted him one day and I said, let's go watch Warner Pack play Multnomah. <laughs> And so we went, and it was a fairly good game. And at halftime, I said, that number three, Justin Martin, I think at halftime he had 42 points. Don't quote me on that. But it was, whatever it was, it was big numbers. And he just put, he ended up scoring, for people who don't know, he ended up scoring 71 points in that game, uh, which was up there in college record land. Can you just start by just talking about that night? What a special night. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're playing a school that's in the conference that's highly successful over the years and is literally located three miles from our campus. So just from that standpoint, it's a big game. It's a Tuesday night game, only only game in the conference that night. So it was pretty cool going in. We knew we had to score and score big. And uh, it was just one of those games where we were hitting as a group, but then all of a sudden, Justin just took off. He, at halftime, yeah, he had 35 at halftime. Okay. And I, I looked at, I, the coaches brought me the stats, and I'm like, he's got to have like 30 or something. They're like, he has 35. And I'm like, well, there's no way he's scoring 35 in the second half. So we are going to really have to get everybody going here. But he ended up scoring 36 in the second half. So uh, finishing with 71, but he hit 15 of his first 17 three. In, in the history of basketball, what kid has gone 15 for 19 from the three and hit the game winner, uh, which was a floater with the score tied? I looked up towards the end of the game. We were up to Warner had the ball, and I was like, well, even if they score here, we're going to get the last shot. And they did. They went down and scored. And so with tied and cleared it out for Justin and he took over and that was a huge win for us, obviously. Yeah, it was a very big win against Warner Packs, a great school. Bethia had a, a good night himself. He was he was the one who kept Warner Warner Pacific in that game. I think he got a bit yes. of a break. Just one bit of a break. You know, Colin Malcolm, who's actually a great guy, he's graduated now. He he was the one person who seemed to be able to defend Justin that night. Uh, slow him down, keep him from getting to the hoop because he's so long, you know, Colin Malcolm. And he got that technical foul, which I thought was a quick technical foul uh, that put him into, I think at that point, four fouls. And that kind of crippled Warner Pacific in trying to slow down Justin because they nobody else could could even slow him down. Uh, but but regardless, what a fantastic ball game. Uh, I mean, people will talk about that forever. I had the 
honor to watch Harvey Seabree hit 63 in Klamath Falls one night. So coach, last season's team, they seemed comfortable at home. You definitely had the potential to beat anybody in the country at home. Could you talk a little bit about uh, last season? Yeah, um, you know, when when we joined the NAI in the Cascade Conference four years ago, we knew it was going to be a, a slow build. We knew with the scholarship amounts we had and things that we're going to have to do things differently. Uh, we couldn't just go out and order the exact type of players we're going to get. I historically been able to get the market is flooded with guards that can play. Mm-hmm. And we literally play four guards at a time. Um, and that's why we play fast and we do things not normal basketball teams do. And it, it, it hurts us on the offensive end or on the defensive end at times, times we getting that big rebound hurts us, but you're right. We did, we did play really well at home. Our, our one big road victory in the conference was at Eastern Oregon. We played without Justin Martin that night yeah. and Zach Richardson scored 42 and we beat them for the first time on the road. So that, that was the one big road win, but yeah, we Corbin beat us by 30 on the road. They, they beat us by three at home. Uh, we blew a 20 point halftime lead against Northwest Christian Oregon tech. Even uh, we were tied with a minute to go and Tyler, he hit a seven, three of the night and uh, they got us at home, but down at Oregon tech, we went two for 21 from the three in the second half and got blasted. So yeah, it, it's uh, this conference. There's just there's no easy night in the conference. So the the fact that we scrapped away and we were within four points. Had, had we beat Northwest in the last game of the year, we would have finished seventh in the conference, been in the playoffs for the first time, and we lost by four. And uh, so we're getting to the point now where we're at least competitive in many nights and it's been a slow slow grind to get to that point and uh, i think with this year's group uh that we're going to see more of the same we're going to definitely be competitive every night people are actually going to have to practice to uh uh, face us they were in the past you just kind of knew okay we got warner this weekend in multnomah let's prepare for warner we should be fine against multnomah so we have definitely pushed things up a little bit well, before we talk about this year's team, a couple of graduates might talk about Brett Blackstock. 71 threes last year, 116 assists. He had 17 points. He could really get to the basket. Brett was our glue guy. He, he could do a little bit of everything. So if he got a rebound, he could take it himself. He, he was a good passer. Sometimes he overpassed, but uh, he, he's a good passer. He's not, he could knock it down from outside. And uh, he was a, a solid rebounder as well. So he was that guy that a, a lot of times we get one-dimensional or two-dimensional players. Brett gave us a little bit of everything, which was really important. And then you had a guy that really performed well for you over there at Multnomah, Ben Crandall out of Malala, Oregon. He had 123 threes last year. But, boy, he could rebound. He could defend. He was a good player. Yeah, he really was. You know, when I went to watch him play in high school, I was actually watching a different kid I'd never met Ben and I watched him warming up. He kind of played center for his high school team and uh, which won the state tournament that year. And uh, I could see in warmups, he could really shoot it. Well, four years later, he ended up being our all time leader in three pointers made. And uh, he, he's a great person. And uh, he, he was a great player for me for those four years. It was really cool to have a, 
an incoming guy as a freshman play all four years, graduate, and just do a great job for us. Well, as you said a moment ago, Coach, you run that kind of a fast-paced, shoot a lot of threes, a lot of threes. People listening would be curious, what is your coaching philosophy? Uh, you talked a little bit about why you play that way, but if you were going to put together your ideal team, uh, what what personality, what traits would that team have? That's a good question. Um, I, I guess if you want to really get wild and crazy, I would I would have that big shot blocker behind us, and we'd press a lot, and we would uh, we would go about nine deep, and everybody could shoot the three, and then we'd have the guy coming off the bench be a shot blocker as well, and. Uh, just kind of play that way. But in, in this conference, it's really not realistic because you play the back-to-back nights. So uh, you have to be you have to be smart with it. Um, we do like to play fast, obviously, offensively. So I want I always want three or four shooters on the floor. I know we're going to give up a little bit defensively. I and know we're going to give up a little bit on the boards, but we're trying to outscore you. And uh, the way the refereeing has changed to where things are called so much tighter that we just don't spend as much time grinding defensively uh, in practice because the things that we used to when I was a player and we used to be able to get away with, you can't. So you're kind of at the mercy of how they're going to call it that night. So we just figured, you know what, let's try and outscore people. So if you want to boil it down to my philosophy, we're going to try and outscore you. Whatever that, whatever that score is. Last year we had crazy scores where Pacific uh, University came in and processed the whole game. We beat them 147, 124. Uh, we had, if we're not scoring in the 80s or 90s, we're losing for sure. And I, I think our lowest scoring game last year was 67 at Corbin. We just stunk that night, and uh, we had no chance. So we, we definitely, from a philosophy standpoint, we definitely spent a lot of time shooting in practice and playing quick. You touched on this a little bit, uh, but could you, you're a fairly re- recent addition to the Cascade Conference. Could you talk about your learnings as you've spent a few years now with the conference? Yeah, that, that's a great question because, I mean, the first time around, we, we played many of the Cascade Conference teams over the years. So I at least knew where to find the gym when I got to the conference or to the game on the road or whatever. I I think Southern Oregon was the only team we had not played uh, in the years before we joined the NAI in the Cascade Conference. It it has definitely been a learning experience. The the whole Friday-Saturday grind, those first couple of years, I was just like, are you kidding? Like, even if you won a game on Friday, you literally had like a half hour to enjoy it and then you're getting gearing up for the next day. So that that was a big adjustment. Also, figuring out the the first couple of years, we were just hanging on, trying to compete and give ourselves a chance to win, and uh, trying just getting to the point where we could believe like you could actually win these games. That was that was an adjustment. That was a mental adjustment. I mean, I knew what we we're up against physically. I did not realize, though, and it makes sense now that the talent in the Cascade Conference is it's usually smaller sized, not as quick, but extremely skilled. So what I found was killing us was the three point line against us because everybody could shoot mm-hmm. like hey, you leave a kid open. They make one extra pass. It didn't matter who it was. They could shoot the three, and we'd, we'd go back and we'd look at how we lose it. Well, 
everybody was knocking down threes. And you think it's because our size were not very big. They're going inside. The two-pointers haven't hurt us. It's the threes. And so we definitely, after about three years of that, tried started to figure out we have to get out on three-point shooters and adjust. So we've tried all kinds of things, but it has definitely been an adjustment that we're now, we've had the same coaching staff. We've now recruited. You know, when I first started, I thought, well, let's get a uh, great high school freshman class and we'll build this team for four. And then I figured it out for us. We need to find that one really good high school player that can come in each year. And then we've got to find the the transfer kid that has experience. And uh, I looked out there yesterday. We had seven NWAC players on the floor yesterday in practice from different schools. That is kind of the combination that allows us to compete. Well, Coach, we're going to talk about the 2019-2020 version of the Multnomah University Lions in just one moment. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. We're here with Coach Kurt Bickley, Multnomah University. Coach, let's talk about the 2019-2020 Multnomah Lions. You have a great core coming back. And let's start with Justin Martin, probably one of the best players in the nation. Five foot nine. He hit 159 threes last year, averaged over 32 points a game, but he also dished out 148 assists. He's a special player, isn't he, Coach? He is, and uh, I, th- I think the assists kind of get overlooked a lot of times. He can, He's a great ball handler. In fact, I, I really feel the key to his game is his ball handling and footwork, which allows him to pretty much get where he wants to go uh, to make passes, to shoot the shots he shoots. And uh, he is a – I've coached a lot of kids over the 17 years I've been at Multnomah, I've never had a kid who literally, when they say lives in the gym, this guy lives all summer. He lived on campus, spent his entire summer in the gym, worked out with all kinds of people, and uh, never seen a kid work harder on his game away from the floor. So uh, he should be primed and ready to go for a great season. And then you've got another returner. He was only a freshman last year, but he hit 118 threes. Zach Richardson out of Seattle, Washington, a very good ball player. He is. He's uh, very mature. In fact, he'll be a team captain this year as a sophomore. So he has definitely earned the respect of his teammates. Uh, They really, they look to him. He is a, uh, he just loves to play basketball. We, We actually took a trip to Taiwan in the spring and we played 10 games. And Zach and Justin had a great time there as well. Uh, knocking shots down, running around, and uh, just they play really well together. So Zach should be all ready to go as well. He's he's had a great offseason. And you're returning another senior, uh, Stefan Zafadovsky out of Salem, 68 blocks last year. He's very quick on the jump and the re-jump. Uh, he's a quick shot blocker and a quick rebounder. Yeah, he is the ideal big for our group. Like he, he sets a great ball screen as well. And he dives to the hoop really well. And uh, he, he has great timing. His, the timing for him uh, on block shots is, is really cool. You're right. He's a quick re-rebounder. So he can get back up. He's also done a really good job of tipping balls. He, I'm, I know he doesn't get that rebound. But a lot of times he, he'll get up there. And, and if he can't get the rebound, he's really active, tips it out. And he's a great kid. You've got a couple of red shirts coming back this year, both Trey Fountain and Mo Keita. Yep. They, uh, Mo actually had quite a few blocks the year before Steph. So now I've got two guys that are both, uh, shot blockers that 
it's going to be a lot of fun. I've never had two shot blockers on one team. So uh, that's going to be pretty cool. And then Trey's going to be our point guard. And uh, I really looked at he, He's great at pushing the ball, distributing. Uh, he's had some really good games for us. Uh, hit some big shots uh, two years ago. So he's going to fit right into playing fast. And you're also filling the cupboard there. You've got a freshman out of Puyallup, Jaden Ingram. He had a he had a good high school career. You want to talk about him just for a moment? Yeah, he he really gives us some athleticism. He can shoot it. He uh, he is very quick. Uh, handles it really well. And uh, so when we use our when we use a small lineup, he will definitely be involved in that playing at the four or five, even just running the floor and getting up and down. Um, his athleticism is going to be a big plus for us. And you've reached out and brought in a couple of junior transfers, Forrest Smith via Walla Walla and uh, Grant Balans. Balvance. Balvance. I'm sorry about that. He, he played at Whatcom Community College. You want to talk right. about the two and transfers? Yeah, they both, uh, they both went quite a ways in the uh, NWAC tournament as well. They, they can both really, really shoot it. Uh, I'm excited. Grant's a lefty. And he's got deep range and uh, really is a streaky shooter when he gets it going. Uh, it's really fun to watch. And then Forrest, Forrest is really solid corner shooter. He's good at putting it on the floor as well. And he's going to give us a very good compliment. If you really focus on Justin and Zach, uh, if Forrest gets looks, he's going to really be knocking some shots down. So I think on paper, you know, when I look at your team this year, it looks to me like you're going to be much more competitive within the conference. What do you see as your keys to finishing well and, and making that postseason play this year? I, I think we have a, a good home schedule. Uh, we actually, because of the Walla Walla University schedule, we have 11 home games and nine road games for the CCC. We really need to do well at home. That is a, that for us to make the playoffs and do anything, it's going to be those home games and then just try to hold on on the road, get, get put ourselves in a position to win a couple of games on the road where it's late and, you know, it's two, three point game and win a couple of those. So uh, that's going to be key where if you look at the roster, it's basically two bigs and 12 guards. And so we're going to, we're going to definitely need to, uh, if, if there's nights when we go two for 21 from the three, forget it. We're done. We're not going to make it. So we do need to shoot the ball well, obviously. Who's going to be our second or third rebounder? To me, that is a huge key for us. If, if one of the guards can get that nose for rebound, that's what we miss with not having Andy Brown come back. He had a nose to rebound the basketball. And uh, if we can develop a guy that can help us with the rebounding where we lose Ben, Grandel, and uh, Brett and Andy. That will be the key to us winning those close games or just being close and just not pulling, finishing it off. Well, Coach, it's going to be exciting this year over there in southeast Portland. And anybody around the Portland area need to get out and see some ball games, not only at uh, Multnomah but over at Warner Pacific. Uh, there's some exciting players Coach talked about. Justin Martin, but the Cascade Conference is just loaded with some of the best teams in the nation. You need to get out and support these student athletes. This is great basketball. Yeah, I agree totally. I this conference is uh, it's fun to watch. It's got a lot of uh, local players in the conference. It's got a lot of transfers in the conference 
from local schools. So uh, there's always a tie-in for somebody. And uh, we have great crowds because there's a lot of graduates from the conference that live in Portland or Vancouver area. So we get great crowds. So it's pretty cool atmosphere for sure. Coach Bickley, I really appreciate you giving us the time. We look forward to watching Multnomah Lions basketball this year, and we wish you well uh, as the season begins here and uh, hope to talk to you uh, perhaps during the season after we get going. Give us an update. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Coach. We appreciate it. Thank you. That's Coach Coach Kurt Bickley out of Multnomah University. Thank you.